Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after, <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. I feel like I haven't started a podcast saying I'm super fired up about this one lately. And that used to yeah. be how I started every episode. You just don't care about the podcast anymore. It's just like, <laughs> or it's just assumed now, but this, this one in particular, I am very fired up about. She's back, baby. She's We're back, back baby. <laughs> <laughs> episode 186, how to know if he likes you. I like oh, can't even. <laughs> Does he like me? Does what he do like think? me? As you know, I feel like you need to sit down for this one, ladies and gents. If you're driving <laughs> you, all over the car. You need to sit down, get your get your notebook out and and be ready for the most important episode. That no, just kidding. It's not the most does important he watch, episode. Does he watch what? your Instagram stories? Because if he does, he definitely likes you. <laughs> you know what? My son. If he texts you at 11 p.m. at night. And he only ever texts you at night. He likes you. <laughs> but for sure, if he watches all your stories, he likes you, right? My saboteur likes to think that about my boyfriend from when I was 19, who still watches all my stories. Oh my God. He's madly in love with me. So here, here's the thing. We're going to talk about the difference between someone liking you and someone respecting you someone valuing you, someone pursuing you, and someone who actually wants to be in a relationship with you. Because after well over a decade and thousands of women that Kate and I have worked with, we are clear that way too many people get way too excited about being liked and think that that means something. And my clients know that one of my signature statements is no big deal, right? Oh, he ghosts me? No big deal. He didn't call again. No big deal. And now you got to add it to this one. Oh, he likes me and seems interested. No big deal yet. Because yeah. first of all, what is there not to like? We have to start with confidence and self-love. If you don't like yourself, you're going to get all excited when somebody just likes you, even though they have no intentions of being with you. You're going to think that it means something like, oh my God, he's interested in me because you have low self-worth and you don't feel good enough and you don't feel like you're likable. So you get excited about any kind of interest rather than the attitude is what is there not to like? Why I dated and all, all of my clients show up this way. Why wouldn't someone like me? Why wouldn't they be interested right? You're amazing. You have so much to offer. You are a high quality person. You have value. What is there not to like? But we have to start this episode before we go into the, well, the signs of he, of he likes you is he is interested. He is sending you messages. He's maybe going out with you every once in a while, but usually they're not actually dates. They're just come over and hang out or um, late at night. 
if he's watching your Instagram stories, maybe he likes you, but most likely he's just entertained by you. It doesn't actually mean anything. Or maybe he's numbing out. Maybe he's numbing out. Right. There's a lot. Hold on. I want to, cause I made the joke about the Instagram story thing. So I want to clear it up. It means nothing. It means actually when people watch your Instagram stories, it actually means nothing. You know, is there a possibility? It could mean something. Maybe, maybe you're watching people you likes Instagram, but probably you're watching a whole lot of other stories too. And, you know, most people, how they watch Instagram stories is they go tap, 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 tap. They don't even watch the whole thing. My boyfriend doesn't even watch my whole stories. He like watches the very beginning and then he'll miss something. And I'm like, what? You didn't even watch my whole video. (laughs) He's like, no, I just tapped through. We just tap, 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 tap. What do you think most men do? Like I, I, women, we all do that. Let's be honest with us about how we do Instagram. Exactly. You're not intentional. You're not, you're not in a grounded place. It's like a, it's a distraction mechanism. And so to make meaning, and that's the number one thing to look out for is your, your, your saboteur, that sneaky little voice in your head is going to be constantly looking to make meaning. But if you are even asking the question of, does this person like me or, oh my God, I think it, like it, it, no, it's not even a person. I think they like me. If like that, if that's where you're coming from, this is your smaller self. This is a young most likely preteen teenage girl who's excited that she's getting validation, attention, table scraps is what it is. But yes. even asking the question, like, do you think he likes me? It is a young part of you. Is there something wrong with having a young part of you behave like that? No, but your job as the sovereign woman is to be like, oh, baby girl, I see you and I love you. And guess what? It doesn't matter if he likes you or doesn't like you because I like you. Right. That's the self-love piece that Catherine was talking about, being able to being able to see when these young parts show up and being able to give them the love that they need so that they're not chasing table scraps from men or other people. And really all all women need to be taught the difference between being liked and being respected. Right. And and being valued. Because when I look back, I had lots of men like me. They, they did. They liked hanging out with me because I was super fun and I was super needless and wantless. Everything was chill. I didn't need them to be my boyfriend. I didn't need them to call me all the time. I was like super great to hang out with, man. I was like the ideal because I had no needs and no wants and no, no um, ideas of my own. I just like went along with their, right. Went along with their plan. But here's the thing, being respected and valued and cared for is what so many women don't know. And now we're back to the self-love thing, because when you treat yourself that way, like it's not just the attitude of I'm likable and lovable and good enough and worthy and valuable and blah, 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 all the things you treat yourself that way and you live your life that way. So you're not even surrounded by people who are disrespectful or unkind or uncaring that's the vibration that you're then bringing to dating and can tell the difference. You know, I've joked a million times, like you won't actually need to be listening to an episode called signs. He likes you or a YouTube video with 46 ways to know that he likes you because with a securely attached man who respects you and cares about you and values you, it's obvious. It's It's like actually happening and clear. And he's either really, he's either saying it or the behavior of caring about your heart caring about what's going on in your world, not just sending you a text message asking about your world every fucking once in a while, but every single day. How are you? What happened today? 
what's what's going on in your life like tell me i care right the way you probably all are with your girlfriends right it's like not no one has to like learn that you don't have to learn how to care about people you love in your life but somehow so many women need to learn what it looks like when someone actually cares about them when a man actually cares about them because we're starving so much for love and in a patriarchal system we think we only have value if a man is interested that that's the bar oh, he's interested. So that somehow means something about me. And now I'm important and valuable rather than who cares? I, you have to, st- my biggest wish for women is to stop caring if someone's interested or thinks you're beautiful or likes you. Thank you so much. Stop being flattered by it. Just yeah. thank you. Of course you do. What else do you got? Like if you're someone who wants a relationship, so what? Because the table scraps that you talk about in the breadcrumb episode that we did is thinking just because there's interest that somehow qualifies him to be given all that you have to offer. And then you wonder why you're not in a reciprocal relationship. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I, I just think like the whole energy of it, of even the question is, is stop trying to figure it out. Yes. Like you're trying to figure something out from your head and like, oh, where does it all stem from? He loves me. He loves me not. The flower, the flower petal thing. When was the last time you did that? I used to love that. Um, He loves me. He loves me not. Calling psychics. I used to do that. Oh my, listen to our episode about that. That episode was so good. Our psychic. Yes. I was a freaking junkie. Like, does he like me? Is this person like, is this meant to be? Yeah. And again, your small stuff, like as long as that part's leading, you're just, you're just reinforcing staying small, staying insecure, staying, feeling worthless. You're pedestaling the other person because if your attention is on them and your attention is on, are they showing up? Aren't they showing up? What am I getting? What am I not getting? Like if you are, I mean, even coming down to if you need a relationship, you know, I breaks my heart when I work with women who are just in the beginning, so desperate to stay or to, to have a relationship. And the reality is if you need a relationship, my love, it's the time to, to, to end relationships and be in relationship with yourself because you will be the healthiest version of you in a romantic relationship when you don't need it. Yeah. When you love your life as it is, when you're, you're, as we talk about every freaking week, when your life is full, when you feel satiated, when you feel happy and fulfilled and you're surrounded by people you enjoy to be around and you, you know, if you don't know what, uh, if an aligned relationship feels like create a life that feels aligned, right? Start to pay attention to what am I doing? Like how many women I'm, I'm, there's a, there's an epidemic happening right now with my clients of everyone. Once they get to know their own soul, they're like, Oh my God, I'm in the wrong job. Like how many of us are selling ourselves out in our jobs, every, too? Area, like, of our life, uh, every yeah. area of our lives, because we're fulfilling someone else's idea of what our life is supposed to be. And we're just keeping up with the Joneses and making sure we've got the nicest apartment on the block, the most beautiful kitchen, the most perfect face that doesn't ever age and, or move or feel the perfect body body, the perfect wardrobe, whatever, like the perfect guy on your Instagram or the perfect partner. Like we're all chasing some facade of a life. The modern world is actually really fucked. Like yes, it it's, is. it's a mess out there. It's a little bit better in Europe. Social so media. I really encourage Social you media. here, but it's a mess out there. It is. So people are so disassociated from who they are. They're so disconnected from who they are. And, and I mean, 
just get out of his car and get into your own, get out of the, if you're obsessing over, if someone is liking you or thinking about you or watching your stories, you are starving. And I, I love your life that word. Like you need a, you need to eat a burger. Like you're starving. You're starving for something, a life that's more meaningful. You're starving for fulfillment. You're, and, and, and you said earlier, starving for women are starving for love. But what I think it is, is like the part of you that gets hooked in and, and is chasing table scraps and trying to figure out if someone likes you based on your fucking stories. Like that one, that is the most common thing I hear. It's, it's, you know, it's the fantasy addict. And it's understandable based on our programming around love. But what your saboteur and that little you is actually starving for is validation. And when you- Listen to our episode on that. Yeah. We have, we have an epic episode on that. an episode pusher. Go back in time. There's lots of good episodes. Um, but, but the thing is, when you're starving, like for validation- it's a young wounded part of you that doesn't believe that you're lovable or worthy or enough. And you, yes. and that part and yep. your saboteur think once you get the relationship, then you'll feel like enough. Once he chooses you, once he proposes, it, once he, once he, once he, once he, and the reality is it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because that thing will never, ever, ever satiate that part of you. You will never feel like enough because you have the perfect relationship, the perfect house, the picket fence, the perfect children, the perfect, you can't, that is, it's never going to satiate you because it's coming from your not enoughness. So if this is you and you are chasing the thing to feel better and you're chasing these table scraps because you get these little hits of feeling good, Get into your own freaking car, get out of his car, get or hers, get into your own car and bring your attention back to yourself, to your life. Because when you're rooted in yourself and you're anchored in yourself, and of course, as you know, Catherine and I do this with women. This is what, this is what we do is help women become devoted and anchored and in love with themselves so that you can be that sovereign woman dating that we talk about. But when you are home in yourself and you are in your sovereignty, you're not chasing anything. You're not thinking about when, when I met Patricio, I wasn't like, oh my God, does he like me? Does he like, is he sure? No, but, but he showed up consistently and I showed up consistently. And what happened was actually just an energetic alignment. That's how it feels. It's consistent on both he sides. Deeply ca- I do want to point out, cause I'm going to keep coming back to this. He deeply cared about you before he even met you. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was modeling genuine concern and care before you guys had even gone on a date. Cause it was right when you got bit by the dog. Yes. I got bit like, in the face. The women dog, so. don't <laughs> show who he was. Yes. We are not satiated because we're chasing everything outside because we don't know how to nurture what's inside, right? We're not, we don't, and we don't have models of other women doing the same. Like think about who you hang out with. Like if you're in a circle of girlfriends, when you're all chasing that shit, right. Mm -hmm. Or you're all sitting at a dinner table and you're constantly taking pictures versus being at the table and being with each other and talking about meaningful things. And then most of all, revealing who you are and having girlfriends still love up on you. Right. And remind you how powerful you are. Like you always come back to that about sisterhood. 
but it's this place of we we obsess over love and chase validation because you think it happens from the outside because that's the patriarchal system right you only women only know who they are in reference to another right I only have identity if i have a boyfriend i only have identity if i have a child that's not fair to the other sovereign beings children are sovereign boyfriends are sovereign your friends are sovereign right hopefully love is something that feels good to give not i'm i'm so obsessive about it that i don't even know how to receive it or give it because everything's transactional right people are having kids is a freaking transaction let alone having a partner and when you, you know, I have said like, you don't need to love yourself perfectly. Right. And we have an epic episode on confidence. We have an episode on self-love that it isn't <laughs> about like, you have to be perfectly healed. However, you do have to like yourself because from liking yourself is the spring of self-respect, like is the spring of self-value, like is the spring of you just aren't even phased. Like you wouldn't even care if someone likes your Instagram stories because it wouldn't be, it would be meaningless. Like yes. if these things are, if you're making meaning out of these things, it's pointing to the deeper issue of you don't have a life that's fulfilling. You know, I always, I've said this before, like really bold. It's like, if you have this much time to obsess, you don't have a big enough life. Like if you are so obsessive over love or Instagram stories or the guy who writes you a text message once a month, you need more in your life. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I met Andrew after living in Hawaii for a month, after doing the grandest thing I'd ever done for myself, attending a women's retreat, living there alone for three weeks, like being with people that, and, and, and doing something for me, not so that like, I, this is the other thing. Yes. I'm sure you would agree with me all this shit about like being more feminine or get, or even the, like, get into your body. If you do any of those things so that you get a boyfriend, you're missing the point. Going back there. <laughs> you're, you're missing the point that your heart. So here's, what's true. The feminine, your heart, your body is for you. It's for you do those things because you want to be deeply connected to yourself. You want to be at home with yourself. You want to have a life that fulfills your soul. So that at the end of your life, you can say, I'm so freaking proud of the choices I made. And I lived like my life to the fullest rather than at the end of your life being like, Whoa, I spent 50 years married to the wrong fucking person and doing everything for everyone else. And that was the only chance I had. And you do know if you're someone who's always obsessing about, does he like me? Does he like me? The question has to start being, do I even like them? Because I've talked about my ex. I didn't like him that much. <laughs> like, like I yes. didn't respect, I didn't like him. I didn't respect him. I just needed his love and attention and validation, which actually wasn't love, but yes to date from, you know, home with yourself, you're then doing, do I even like this person? Do I even respect this person? And being respect, being respected and valued and actually cared for, that's the experience not to miss. Not yeah. some one night stand, not a couple hits of validation on your Instagram stories or someone liking, if they, oh my God, Kate, what about if they like my posts? Oh, then it's like, you know, I so they comment. I mean, you're getting I mean. married. <laughs> I mean, it's inevitable. Unless it's a mean comment, <laughs> but yeah. you know, like yourself, like yourself, yes. find a let, get a bigger life and do the inner work to know what it actually feels like to be valued and cared for and respected. Because here's the thing. 
men partner with women they respect men yes. marry women they respect men date women that they value and respect men offer breadcrumbs to women they want validation from because it's happening on the other side too yeah right sure he's breadcrumbing for his own getting hits of validation when you respond right he's sleeping with you to get his valid his needs validated not because he actually cares and just because he marries you doesn't mean he respects you. I've worked with a lot of oh, women God, who that are married too. to I a mean, lot that's of true. very that's true disrespectful, um, that's true very too. disrespectful yeah. men. And healthy reality, men, healthy men. <laughs> yeah. And I just like, again, like coming back to the the sisterhood and friendship piece, when you surround yourself, you know, if you don't have healthy, vibrant relationships right now in your life. And I think like, listen to the two-part episode I did, especially part two of thriving relationships, because I teach the five sacred uh, keys or fundamentals, or I can't remember what I call them uh, to sacred sisterhood and to thriving relationships. And if you don't have that in your friendships, in your sisterhood, what you're going to tolerate from men or from whomever you're dating is going to be so much less, right? Like when you are deeply respected and honored and celebrated and, and held and, um, you know, vulnerable, have vulnerable and openness and, and love and reciprocity in your female friendships. And even with, you know, friends of the opposite sex who you feel deeply connected to, like when you're treated really well by yourself, starting with how you treat yourself and by everyone in your life, if someone comes along and they don't treat you well, it's going to be really obvious, really obvious. But if you only have friendships that are based on gossip, complaining, people, pleasing, self-sacrificing, like all the saboteur behaviors, if you only have friendships where you have to shape shift or you have to collapse or you have to control or you have to be perfect or whatever the the thing is, then chances are it's a, like that is a setup in relationship to not to not have high standards. Oh yeah, that's another great episode to how to raise your standards for 2023, our first episode this so year. Good. Yeah, because that's the thing that women, when it comes to love, women just have such low standards because everyone's just chasing this idea of what love is supposed to look like. So they're not paying attention to how they feel. Yeah. And it breaks my heart every time I'm working with a woman and she's like so excited by something. One of my favorite reels was the one you did about the, like, it was like the three things to not be excited about when going on oh, dates, yeah. basically like basic yeah. human things like, oh, he, oh my gosh, he was kind to me. He was nice to me. Like what? Everyone in your life should be kind to you. And if they're not, they shouldn't be in your life. Like if you're in a, in a, in a career where your boss treats you like shit, that was me. In my early twenties, I had this boss who like basically verbally abused me all the time. And I was such a people pleaser that I didn't even know there was anything wrong with it. And I just took it and at, just like swam in anxiety every day. And it was horrible. Yeah. And now that, th- that person Would wouldn't last happen. in my life five seconds because everyone in my life treats me value, treats me with respect and love and value and honor and care and all of those things, because that's how I treat myself. So uh, having starts like, with you. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, if your standards are so low that you're like hanging on, like, this is what I see over and over again. It's like clinging on to these little table scraps of love. It's like, oh my gosh, he just texted me. Oh, he, you know, wants to do something with me, but then doesn't message for Follow through two right. months or, or flakes or whatever the thing is. It's like, 
you get to be treated well. And listen, if you keep tolerating these table scraps and you keep saying yes to people who don't treat you well and who don't reciprocate and aren't curious about you and don't honor you, like that's another thing, one-sided relationships and how women get hooked into that, where it's like all about the guy just talks, 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 and doesn't ask any questions. Like if they're not curious about you, that's not reciprocal. So your like whatever you tolerate is and whatever your standards are is in all your relationships is how you was what you're going to experience and you're the only one in control you're the only one who can choose or not choose and every time you keep tolerating these relationships that keep you disconnected from the truth of who you are and your power and your self-worth you're just you're creating it it's a self-fulfilling prophecy So I was like waiting for that kicker for you to say that of like the remembrance that the good news is that all of this can change, but it starts and ends with you. Yes. Right. And like you, you know, there's no magic secret of how to get men to respect you or get him to like you or get him to commit to you and, and stop watching that shit. Like it starts with you and what you're tolerating. And, you know, I think my own I'm learning a lot. The evolution of my journey long before love was looking at the little ways in which I was tolerating things like that were not supportive, like the amount of toleration for not sleep, like not getting enough sleep. I tolerated not getting enough sleep. I tolerated eating like crap or I tolerated not taking care of my body. Like before you even zoom out enough around your relationships, look at the leaky places around just how you treat yourself in general. And especially like you said about friendships, you know, so it's, it's that, you know, it's that. And the standards episode is so good. And my gosh, I mean, maybe we'll do an episode where we do just like spell out because, because this is true for me. I had to learn, like we will spell out how to know he respects you and values you and cares about you, you know, like uh, as someone who had childhood trauma and only horrible relationships, we don't know. Um, But both Kate and my self-guided programs and our inner, you know, one-on-one coaching work actually helps you know what it looks like for yourself. Like that's, that's where we root you first. And then it is very obvious because of how it feels with the people, um, around you. But I hope, I, I so hope that this was helpful and that this like, you know, did cause you to pull your car over and, and, you know, reset, (laughs) reset and, and really, you know, most of all, if it's, you know, if you've been doing this and, 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 you know, enroll your friends into having better attitudes about yourselves and about dating, because you can, you know, sometimes that helps too. Like if you feeling motivated enough with other people, you know, like you need buddies, on the journey. Like it self-love isn't just like twiddling your thumbs and saying affirmations at home. It is supporting and, and empowering other women, you know, to believe in more for themselves too. Yeah. Well, exactly. And every time you catch yourself trying to figure out if he likes you pause, stop what you're doing and ask yourself, do I like me? And if you don't right. to go on a journey of learning how to love yourself and how to like yourself and how to treat yourself in a new way. And the more you turn your attention to just getting to know your own soul and what lights up your body and what feels good to you and devote yourself to that, you will start liking you. Trust me. I hated myself and now I love myself and I had no standards before. And now I have really solid standards um, for who I spend my time with. So um, it is possible. Transformation is possible. You just have to choose 
over and over and over again, one moment at a time, one step at a time. We believe in you. We love you. Spread this word to all the women out there, you know, who are checking the Instagram stories or the, or the likes to see. Or watching the YouTube videos, like 25 yes. ways to know. If yeah. Yeah. If the, if you have any friends who are obsessed with trying to figure it out, like send them our way because this episode hopefully will be supportive and we'll see you next week. Next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.